Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me on the phone Alex Jones, who Jones, who is the co-founder and CEO of the Halo app, which is an app for Catholic guided meditation. Alex, welcome to Catholic Bites. Thanks so much for having me, Father. Of course. Now, guided meditation, meditation in general, is is very popular right now. Especially, um, I know members of my family. I know friends. Who, who do kind of secular meditation and mindfulness apps. What, what would you say is uh, the, the big distinction, the difference between that kind of meditation, uh, mindfulness, seeking a certain sort of peace, and, um, and true Catholic meditation? Yeah, it's an interesting, um, it's a really interesting question, and obviously uh, the core to, to what we do at Hallow. The... And, and the, the funny thing is, um, you know, I was struggling with the same question maybe three years ago uh, mm-hmm. and was a big user of Headspace and Calm, which are the big secular meditation apps out there, um, mindfulness meditation, all that jazz. Um, but it felt like I was being pulled towards something deeper and something more spiritual. And so we started asking around kind of the same question of not even knowing whether Catholic meditation was a real thing. But, you know, is there any intersection between this meditation thing and this and this faith thing? Uh, and this Christianity thing and, and Catholicism. And the answer, of course, when we talked to anybody, priests, brothers, sisters, everyone was, yeah, we've been doing this for 2,000 years. This, <laughs> there's this beautiful, rich uh, tradition of contemplative prayer and meditation. Um, and it, it completely changed my own life, which is the, the whole story of Hallow. But I, I think what we what we learned was a good chunk of stuff. So the first thing is it's, it's kind of a, it's a sad story that the, uh, when people first think of meditation, they think of uh, essentially secular meditation, yoga, mindfulness meditation, mm-hmm. headspace calm, these, these meditation apps, which is sad. Like the, the, first, um, the first thing we should all think of is St. Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, the great yeah. Christian mystics, these beautiful uh, leaders in the contemplative prayer and, and meditation world. Um, but what, what we did is, is we really dove into, okay, what is Catholic meditation and how is it different from these secular meditation techniques and, and what is better or worse and, and how does it, um, um, what does it emphasize differently? And I think what we learned, the good news is, uh, this is not a new problem. So Cardinal Ratzinger, um, wrote about this in 1989. He wrote a, a, a letter addressing Christian meditation and different types of yoga and, and meditation practices. And he answers it pretty beautifully and eloquently and, um, hits on a different a couple different pieces the first thing is is that there's real danger to the secular meditation techniques and that that shouldn't be taken lightly Uh, and the the couple big things the one is that meditation in the secular world or mindfulness meditation or eastern traditions of meditation focus on the breath in the self um, Mm -hmm. almost entirely and relative to Christian meditation and prayer, which is focused outward and on God. Uh, and the goal is to die to yourself and, and grow in humility, mostly. Um, the focus inward can have uh, the opposite effect, which is, which is one of the dangers. And the other danger is in the Christian worldview, there is a definitive good and a definitive evil. And uh, when you do kind of mindfulness meditation or secular meditation, you usually focus on your breath for five, 10 minutes, and then you kind of let go and let your mind wander. Um, 
as a, as a way to end the session for the last couple minutes, uh, which is great because it gives an opportunity for potentially the good, the God to come and, and impact your life, but it doesn't necessarily guard against or create the structure for discernment against evil also doing that same thing, uh, which is, which is definitely possible, at, at least within our worldview. And so Catholic meditation takes a, a very specific approach that says, look, you can, you know, take a few deep breaths to center yourself and find a place to sit and, and pray and get yourself in the in the right position. But then the core of your prayer and the core of your meditation has to be on Christ and on God and on the Trinity and on others and serving others in love. And the core of it has to be outward of yourself and mm-hmm. meditating on that. And it's it's not, you know, there's definitely similarities. So the mindfulness meditation will focus on your breath for, for a while and in Catholic meditation, you can focus on a simple prayer said slowly or a simple word or an image or visualizing yourself, something very simple to keep yourself focused. Uh, but it always has to be, uh, the center of it always has to be outside yourself uh, on, on God and on Christ. So that's kind of the big, um, the big key there. And there's a ton of different, uh, that transcends a ton of different techniques from Lexio Divina to Ignatian spirituality to Carmelite spirituality and all these beautiful different types of meditation and con- contemplation. But that's kind of the, the core answer, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, and I, I think that strikes on something that, that I think is not as well understood about Christian prayer in general, which is that there are techniques, but the techniques are kind of secondary to the encounter with God and that God is real and he really wants to talk to you and he really wants to enter your life and he's going to do so. He, it, it's not, you know, the secular meditation to me seems like oftentimes it's focused on if I, if I improve my technique, I will achieve mindfulness. I will achieve peace of mind. Whereas prayer is not something necessarily that we achieve. It's something we open ourselves to, but we allow God to do the work in us. You know, that, that it, right. like you said, it's not... It's not a selfish enterprise that I will conquer. It is a, a an encounter with someone outside of me, someone greater than me, someone who who, who loves me more than I, I even love myself. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think there there's an analogy here that isn't um, isn't perfect, but is comparing secular meditation and mindfulness meditation more so to exercise, where you're doing something to try to improve your mental capacity or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And and that has the same dangers as exercise does, which is, you know, if you get in really good shape, it can boost your own ego and mm-hmm. uh, you're thinking about yourself instead of, or how you look instead of what you're trying to do to be healthier. And so there's a bunch of those dangers that, um, that we've, we've talked about, but the, the difference in, in Catholic meditation is uh, it's not as much exercise as it, as it is building a relationship with somebody. So like a relationship with a spouse or, or, a, or a sibling. And there's obviously techniques for, you know, how you can build that relationship effectively and, uh, um, you know, love each other better and mm-hmm. encounter each other. Um, but at the core, it's a relationship, not something you're, uh, you know, not a, not a workout that you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. How would you say that, um, your, your experience with, with, uh, meditation, with Catholic meditation in particular, how has it shaped your own way of encountering the Lord? How is, how is, <laughs> How did how did he get into your your space when you were kind of seeking after this piece and and bring you to closer to him? Yeah, I mean the um, the short answer is it's uh, completely changed my life. I mean I was raised Catholic but fell away from my faith and was atheist agnostic for most of high school and college and then started work and and got into this kind of secular mindfulness meditation stuff um, and and I started learning about this uh, Catholic 
contemplative prayer and meditation. And it, it, uh, I sat down and the story of, uh, my first encounter with, with it was I tried a Lexio Divina session, just Googled how to do it and, and sat down and opened my Bible to a passage and read from it. And we can go through a, a you know, how, how to do Lexio Divina, but it's essentially just choosing a word or image from mm-hmm. scripture and, and meditating on it. And, the word that stuck out to me was hallow. And I kind of used that word and meditated on that word and what it meant to me from hallowed be thy name, uh, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the Lord's prayer, um, for a while. And I just, I, I broke down in tears. It totally changed my life. It was the, the way that I describe it and it doesn't really do it justice, but you get, when you do secular meditation, you, you have this feeling, you know, it's helpful to sit down and not think about all the work that you have to do or all the worries that you have and to just focus on something simple like, like the breath that that's a, it it reduces your stress and you can feel that. And it's one of the big reasons why mindfulness meditation is so popular and prayer and in this Lexio Divina session that I was doing had that same effect. Like I I felt this sense of peace, Uh, but it was a much deeper, it was a much deeper piece. It was in, and more, uh, it was, it was more of a relationship than just like stress reduction. It was, it was like real love. But then the, the, the second half of it was, uh, this deep sense of meaning and purpose. Like I was meditating on the word hallow, which means to make holy. And uh, I was thinking, you know, what is, is God hallowing his own name? Is Jesus hallowing the father's name? Am I supposed to make God's name holy? Is he making me holy? Am I letting him make me holy? Am I supposed to be helping other people grow in holiness? Which, you know, are really <laughs> stressful questions to to sit and think about, like, what am I doing with my life type stuff? But it was in, in this sense of deep peace. And so it, it was this combination of uh, not just the not just sitting still, but actually really wrestling with something and, and trying to figure out what God wants uh, me to do and, and trying to listen for his voice in my life. And it was that combination of, of peace and, and purpose that uh, completely changed my life. So it, it brought me completely back to the church. I fell in love with the traditions of mass and adoration and confession and, and all of the sacraments and, uh, you know, helped my relate. It, it helped everything in, in the same way that a relationship with, with, uh, with God does, um, but completely changed everything. So that's the, that's the short answer of what, uh, what meditation in the Catholic world has done for me. That's a, that's a beautiful answer. And, and it's, it's really amazing to see how even the simplest of things, uh, when we, when we center it on the Lord, even if we're not quite sure what we're doing, you know, the fact that you had to Google Lexio Divina, it's, it's fantastic. And, and how much fruit the Lord can bring from that one simple act of, of offering yourself, giving yourself in that way. If, if one of our listeners is maybe not as, um, you know, in tune with, with Catholic meditation, maybe they say their rosary or they say a couple prayers each day, but but would yeah. like to go deeper into it. What, what would be some advice you'd give them? Yeah, I mean the uh, the short answer for us. There's a ton of really great content and techniques and guidance in books and writings by the saints and different spiritualities and all this stuff uh, scattered across the last two thousand years. So there's a bunch of really beautiful tradition. Um, but what we tried to do, and not to not to have a plug, but it, it's a little bit. It feels a little bit un- unaccessible. And what we tried to do with this this app is to put those different types of techniques in a 
in a way where you can just choose whatever you want to do, click play, close your eyes, plug in your headphones and kind of be led step by step. So you don't have to memorize the steps of Lexio Divina or the steps mm -hmm. of an examine or Google it and read it from a, read it from a book. Um, but you can just uh, be led to say, Hey, I'm going to read this passage to you, find a word that sticks out to you and, and meditate on that. And so that's kind of the idea of the app is to be an answer to that question of if you're interested in this type of meditation or contemplative prayer to try a session and uh, let God kind of speak to you uh, in the silence through that uh, kind of relatively simple tool. But it's a really easy, there's a bunch of really easy ways to get started. You could start with just, you know, a minute a day of just Jesus, I trust in you. You could start with your traditional rosary or divine mercy chaplet and really try to meditate on the, on the mysteries. Um, or you could, you know, do a Lexio Divina, which is just meditating on scripture with the daily gospel um, or a nightly examine. There's a bunch of different ways that you can try to build that habit of prayer in your life. But it's just important that you try to start somewhere and then just build a build a habit each each day. So that's that's uh, that would be the advice. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's it's true. Once you once you even even give the Lord just the smallest opening into your heart, yeah. like just a little bit. And he's going to do a ton with that. And it's really yeah. beautiful and incredible to see. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just again, Alex's app is called the Hallow app. And Alex is the co-founder and CEO of Hallow app. Thank you so much for listening to Catholic Bites. Uh, if you'd like to listen to other great Catholic talks, you can find us at CatholicBitesPodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts. Thank you and God bless you. <laughs>